happy 2018, everybody. Sherman here, the crazy Asian. Hope you guys have had a fantastic day. Hope you had a wonderful New Year's Eve. And, of course, we're back here on Sherm's Speaking Series. For those of you that are new, that are just chiming in. We got Monday, um, Monday Leadership, Tuesday Career Progression, Wednesday Motivation, Thursday Social Media, and we round it off with Personal Development. And then I do have Sherm Speaking Series, where or Sit Down, Sherm Sit Downs, and that's where I share the story of somebody out there. So if you want to share your story, feel free. Shoot me a DM, shoot me a call in, and I'd love to be able to showcase your story here on the Crazy Asian Station. So today's segment focused on leadership. Um, this one makes me think about, because we recently had the Christmas holiday upon us, makes me think about Santa Claus. That's right, everybody. Leadership through Santa Claus. What can we learn about that jolly fat man um, with the white beard and, of course, the slaves, I mean, the elves that are helping him make all these toys for the kiddos. So here's where I think about with Santa Claus number one is, um, fictitious or not, this guy is a giver. He understands the true principle of leadership and that he's just going to give to other people with no expectation of anything in return. And he's been doing it for years. The old Saint Nick has been doing this for centuries, giving away toys, not expecting anything except for good behavior, right? If you're naughty or nice, naughty. In a quarter mile, turn right onto Veers Mill Road. And you're naughty, as a teenager, you get a rotten banana from mom. Appreciate that. Good lesson learned. Um, so, how about you? As leader, are you giving the right expectations to those that you lead? So for Santa Claus, turn right onto Veers Mill Road. To do what he wants to deliver, and all that happiness, all that jolly good cheer, is he wants people to choose to be nice, not naughty, naughty and nice. He's to check that that list twice, and then on top of it, after he's checked that list twice, he then will dispel some awesome gifts. That's pretty awesome. So as a leader of other people, are you? setting expectations of what you want them to accomplish. Do they know what your level of expectation is on a job well done? What is a good job? What's a bad job? Now, of course, most people should know, you would think, common sense wise, what a good job is. Guess what? They don't. People don't have as much common sense as you think. A lot of times too, people sometimes, they might be innately kind of lazy and they don't want to work hard. And so you as a leader has to set the expectation and guess what? Because majority of leaders aren't actually controlling the payroll, the company paying them on the 15th and 30th each month isn't a motivator because it's not coming from your pocket. You're not the leader. You probably didn't hire these people. So you need to figure out what can you do from a recognition standpoint? What can you do from a bonus standpoint? What can you do to reach out to these individuals and give them that good cheer, give them those gifts and again, it doesn't have to be tangible. A lot of times people will tell me like, sure, but I, you know, I don't have a company budget and if I do it, it's out of my own pocket. And I do, I understand, I understand. There's a lot of other things beyond um, money. I knew people that would literally run through walls to get themselves a little certificate, a little trophy. In a quarter mile, turn left onto Maryland Avenue. That's really where you wanna go. So. As you think about yourself 
being the jolly giant that we call Santa Claus, what can you do to be able to help your... Take the next left onto Maryland Avenue. ...what they need. Sure, so... Yeah, I 100% agree with what you're saying there. Like, it's the leader's job is all about developing the people. And um, as I was listening to that, that's one of my favorite definitions of what a business actually is. Um, I think it was Elon Musk that said it, um, which he basically said all a business is is you know a group of people working together for a common goal and you know that's such a simple way of putting it but it's so true and I think that's what it really comes down to when you're the leader of anything I think most people and that's why I love in that five levels of leadership by John Maxwell and I guess how I always um was taught leadership from the get which really was really helpful was always it's not about you know people think of managers you know when you're a manager you often feel like you have to you know you're the one telling other people to do something and they're working for you whereas my way like I think if you're a leader and the way I kind of learned leadership was always about you're doing something for other people like you're the person that's serving others and it's your job to make them happy and develop them Jen, Boss Babe Philosophies, Sherm here, the crazy Asian. Thank you so much for that call on leadership, um, be, being a team. And that's exactly the analogy that I use today with Santa Claus and the elves and, of course, motivating kids, the ultimate end users of those toys, is, of course, having them be naughty and nice. So let's talk a little bit about what's happening there as a leader with the elves, as a group of individuals, what they're doing is they're coming together in order to bring happiness to all those boys and girls that believe that they exist, right? And so the amazing thing about it is, of course, the impossibility that Santa Claus and all the elves actually do exist and could pass all those gifts. They don't have to go all the way. They, they would probably end up flying all over the world. But they don't need to go. You know, they don't need to go to China. Not a lot of people believe in Santa Claus there in China. I think India could care less about the old Jolly Saint Nick and, um, and a lot of parts of Asia. Um, so you basically hit, you know, Canada, United States, some of the, you know, Central South American countries, Australia. I think you're kind of good. Um, parts of Europe, probably, maybe, they, maybe they're believers, maybe they're not. So you have a lot of opportunity that maybe, uh, maybe there's a possibility that, this, that he could he could pull it off. So as a team, though, there's a lot of amazing things that teams can do and do create. You know, you think about the skyscrapers that literally it seems like they are scraping the sky. They, they, they come together these, you know, these blueprints that these architects create, and all of a sudden, man then goes to work and starts building it so they can you know man can make some amazing things i mean i think about the the pyramids of egypt that still exist and still stand today that were built of course on the backs of slaves not necessarily a positive things but they still exist and they're still standing it's pretty awesome so a group of people can come together and literally change the way things are done and leave legacies that are seen for centuries and centuries and generations and generations to come, which is just phenomenal. So as a leader, you want to contemplate what are you doing to be able to motivate and rally around all these different people with their own different agendas and rally them around one focal point to get the job done. Um, now, I think it's a lot easier to motivate people by sweetness and kindness. I take the old adage that it's easier to detract bees with honey than it is vinegar. <coughs> Excuse me. I sneeze. 
I sneeze there. So um, I know that I know the adage is you can catch more flies with honey than with vinegar, but I don't like catching flies. I'll catch a bee though to make me some honey, but I'm not catching flies. Flies are disgusting. They start out as these white little maggots and they turn into flies and they just basically, they seem to always fly on garbage and poop. So not a big fan of flies. Bees though, they hang out with flowers, they grab the pollen, they sprinkle it around, and then they make honey, which is just delectable. So as a leader, how can we encourage, inspire, motivate, um, and get that team to work like a, like a beehive, like bees, in motivating them with sweetness and kindness, compliments and recognition, and maybe the occasional dollar bonus increase of income. I think those are great things to do. Put off the you know, the increase of profitability to your pocket, give it to your employees. They're going to love you a lot longer, work a lot harder, and probably drive more profits for the years to come. Um, I think the same thing could be said for a lot of publicly traded companies. Put off that quarterly bonus disbursement to the shareholders, give it to your employees. They will then probably, pretty good odds, have a much greater quarter. So, Think about how you can motivate that team to rally around that focal point. Are you communicating that focal point? I think if your employees are sick of hearing the focal point, then you've done your job. They should, they should be sick of the vision of what you're doing because they know it by heart because it's said so many times. Scream that vision from the hilltops and they hopefully around that focal point. Sherm's out. All right, let's go to the lines and take some of these awesome call-ins from people. So thank you very much for anyone that calls in and wishes us well this New Year's Day. Of course, if you have questions, you have comments, feel free, call in, make a comment. We'd love to hear you. Sherm's out. Red Sable, Few Your Soul, FYS. That call-in fueled my soul. That was fantastic. Thank you so much for the compliment. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy life to be able to make that call-in. Um, we appreciate the call-ins over here at the Crazy Asian Station. So thank you so much for that compliment. And um, I'm I, knowing you and what your what your message stands for, for those of you that follow Red Sable on her Few Your Soul Station, FYS, then you'll know that she's a giver. She looks at opportunities to echo other people's segments. She's looking at opportunities to let people hear what other people are doing. And also, then she chimes in with her own thoughts um, surrounding some of the segments. And so, what a phenomenal way to be able to give to others. Really appreciate that. Sherm's out. Yeah, later on. Hey, Sherm, it's Bernie in Ireland. Thanks a million for the Calendly. I just want to let you know I made a rambling two-minute talk on my own station about you. Using Calendly, and I'm using Contact You All. Be interested to see whether uh, what you use for a CRM. Got to go. Want to say goodbye to Sherm? Say goodbye, Sherm. Say goodbye. That was Dylan saying goodbye to you, Sherm. Bye. Happy New Year. Bernie and Dylan, Happy New Year, guys. Love that. I love the the calling of Daddy in the background. Uh, number one, because I love that title. Right. No matter. Um, any title that I'm given in the outside world, the crazy Asian, um, you know, entrepreneur, um, business owner, et cetera, et cetera. 
Nothing Trumps Dad or Father. Love that title. Um, so, going to answer your question, Bernie, what do I use as a CRM, so a client retention management system? Um, I actually use something that we use in my industry of financial services, is I use what's called Smart Office. And so the reason why I utilize that one is because it's confidential and it's also accessible on the cloud. So I don't need to be in a particular um, hardware device like a laptop or desktop. I can be on any device in order to access that, um, that, um, that, that website in order to be able to bring all my, all my, all my clients' information. Plus, um, that's where I store a lot of notes. Um, I do utilize Google Calendar for birthdays for clients, so I'll put their birthday in, I'll repeat it for the next 10 day, uh, next year, um, and then um, I just put like, it's just the date, the date, and then I'll just call them up or shoot them an email and wish them a happy birthday. Just another way to be able to have a unique, a unique touch with them um, on their birthday, just because once you basically hit over the age of 22, um, or really over 16, the only people that actually know your birthday are your friends, really, really close friends, and then family. But then once you get over the age of basically 30, the only person that actually calls you on your birthday or wishes you well is typically your mom or obviously Facebook if you allow it to know that information publicly. Um, and again, your choice whether you want to hold that out publicly. Sherm's out. Sherm, the crazy Asian. It's your girl, Miss Eileen. And I'm calling because I just want to say how awesome you are. I just love the way you connect with everyone here on the community. You're such a thought leader and you're so engaging and very thoughtful. I really appreciate you and I hope you have a wonderful and blessed 2018. Good luck to you and the little ones. Peace. The Crazy Asian, what is up? Thomas Mark here from High Life Radio. Really appreciate your call in. Thank you so much. I'm also super happy we were able to connect over on Instagram and it can continue all the awesome value bringing on that platform as well. I know you were one of the first people I listened to this past year in 2017 and you set the tone for my anchor experience. Really appreciate everything you've done and I look forward to your fire 2018 and I wish you and your family a very happy new year. Cannot wait to hear from you again, my friend. Again, thank you so much. Hey, good morning from aside. Um, this is Eka from e.k.adablumun. <clears throat> Thanks for calling. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> anyway, um, uh, actually, I'm curious about uh, the name of your channel. Anyway, uh, I I haven't got a chance a chance to um, listen all of your episodes, but episodes. But I think I listened some. Um, so, if you don't mind, could you please tell me why you choose the crazy Asian? Uh, do you live in Asia or? Why? Because I think, you know, the way you're speaking is like an English native speaker. <laughs> Miss Eileen, Thomas Mark, and Eka at e.k.a.thebluemoonradio. Thank you so much for the call-ins, guys. Hope you two are having a fantastic beginning part of 2018. And let's quickly have a recap of the crazy Asian name, um, just because I know not everybody knows it, but um, here, how, here, it, here it is, um, Eka, is that um, when I was in college, at the age of 18, um, I wanted to meet as many people as possible, and they did a freshman orientation 
It was the weekend before school started. They put us in this group of about uh, 20 guys, 20 girls, and they have us do some different activities to get to know each other. And I wanted to meet as many people as possible, so I was talking super fast, getting to know a ton of people. And um, I went to college out in Utah, and so it's not uh, the school I went to specifically wasn't necessarily known for being very diverse. Uh, I think at the time it probably had maybe a, a 12% uh, minority uh, reach versus 88%. I'm sure it's changed a little bit now. Maybe there's maybe um, maybe 75% and 25% minority. Um, so being Asian was pretty unique. Um, and so my, my friends, whenever they would introduce me then to other people, they would introduce me as Sherm the Crazy Asian. Well, in order to separate me from any other Asians that we would run into there. Um, and it's kind of tongue-in-cheek, you wouldn't really run into any other Asians, but that was just kind of what we did. And so, um, and then recently, um, when I was introduced to my now wife, my, my friend introduced me again as Sherman the Crazy Asian. And so she, even in giving a talk in church uh, a couple months ago, actually referred to me as Sherm the Crazy Asian. So um, it's, it's definitely a nickname that's, that's stuck. Um, in regards to English being a native language for me, uh, yes, it is. I, I was uh, born in California, grew up um, here in the U.S. Well, then, then, I, then I moved to England for, for high school and then, and then moved to the Philippines from age 19 to 21. Um, and so I do speak Tagalog. I do speak Filipino. Um, I speak a little bit of Spanish, and I would like to start learning more languages. That's uh, something that's uh, on the horizon for this this uh, this year, I actually downloaded some apps to learn some Hindi. I think India is a hotbed of where entrepreneurship, motivational speaking, and coaching is headed. And so, um, I know that a lot of people that I that are going to want to have my content will probably be better at English than I am at Hindi. But I want to be able to have that unique connection with the community. So when I talk with them, I can say some words in Hindi, say some phrases, and that way I can just have another unique touch with that community and so that's and, and the, I think there's like 1.3 1.4 billion people in India and so that like for people that do math there's like 380 million people 370 million people in the United States but India from a consumption standpoint is obviously much larger and even if you get about 20% of that 1.3 billion population to be in kind of the middle class status you're looking at basically um, 260 million people. That's just a gob of people. That's a lot of people. So that's kind of the goal. Hope you're all doing well. Sherm's out. Sherm, Crazy Asian. It's JMac over at JMac Tries. Just want to wish you a peaceful and prosperous 2018. Glad we connected this year and looking forward to reconnecting in the new one. Be awesome. Sherman, hey, I just wanted to call and wish you Happy New Year's. Thank you so much for all your support and encouragement out here on Anchor. And I look forward to uh, talking to you in the new year. Have a great night. Happy, happy new year. Bye. Hey, what's up? Crazy Asian JM calling in, man. I just wanted to wish you a happy new year, bro. And uh, I've been peeping you on Instagram, on your gallery uh, peeping you in the Instagram story. Um, I'm subscribed to your iTunes podcast, so I've been tuning into that, man. And, you know, 2018, officially 2018 is going to be crazy. It's going to be lit. And I just feel like we're going to have so much more 
momentum this coming 2018, man. So I just wanted to just shoot you some positive vibes to kick off your 2018 really, really well. And you keep doing your thing, Crazy Asian, man. And you take it easy, bro. Peace. J-Mac tries Maria Humphreys and JM on the daily. Thank you so much for connecting. Happy New Year to you guys. Hope you're having a fantastic beginning part of the year um, and getting excited about what's on the horizon for yourselves to accomplish on a, on a consistent basis. I think consistency is key for a lot of people. Uh, perseverance is the word that I like to be able to really hone in on. But consistency definitely is the focus of 2018 for me to be able to make sure that I'm constantly moving forward. And for me, what is moving forward? I'm making all those calls, sending out all those emails, constantly prospecting, looking for more opportunities, looking for bigger cases as well, looking for bigger clients. Um, and so that way I can start scaling out the, the practice, hiring more staff, looking at um, converting the, the what I'm doing to more of a personal brand. And so really excited um, for that. Thank you very much for uh, the well wishes. Um, same to you. Um, I want I want to wish you guys the greatest um, of efforts and success and positivity as you go out your daily activities in accomplishing your goals and chasing down your dreams. Sherm's out. Hey, Sherman, the crazy Asian. Good morning to you. Hey, this is Michael Conway, the Lou Manark with Lou Manark Podcast Radio. And I was just calling in to say, um, you know, that I know 2018's your year, man. 2018, you will rise to heights unbefore imagined by you if you're just willing to push hard enough. I know it. I've been pushing for over a decade. When things pop for me, nobody's even going to recognize. I'm going to have blown past so many people, they won't even know it coming. So, hey, and just remember that today has been brought to you by Waffles, the sexy pancake. Michael Conway, Sherman here, the crazy Asian. Thank you so much for those well wishes. And yes, 2018 just feels like a positive year, doesn't it? It sounds super exciting. I should probably look to see, like, what what is it on the calendar for the Chinese calendar? What what year are we going to have here? I think Chinese New Year sometime in January. Um, obviously, we have the Winter Olympics here in February, which should be kind of cool to watch. Um, and for me, I love the stories, right? I love the backdrop of these people just chasing their dreams, chasing their passions, because I think that's... That's, it, it, it's, to me, that's exciting. People that decide to go all in like you, hey, for a decade building on something. And um, that decade of building reminds me of the flywheel method from Jim Collins' book, Good to Great, where you have, where some people see people and they're like, oh, it's like an overnight success. And no, no, there was constant build that happened in order to get to that point. And so uh, by the time people actually hear about that person, it seems like, oh, they've, they've, they, they just came onto the scene, and in reality, they've been cranking at this thing for a long time. Um, so that's, uh, that's very, very exciting. So um, I, I appreciate the, the warm wishes, and I appreciate the, the confidence in, uh, in me being able to just crush it here in 2018. And it will be a great year of crushing it. 
Um, I am very, very excited about the, the different prospects, the things that I'm working on. And so now for me, rubber hits the road. It's about making sure on a daily basis that I'm getting done what needs to get done. Um, for me, I'm a big proponent, big supporter of chop wood, carry water. And so for me, chopping wood is constantly prospecting, putting myself out there, letting people know exactly what I want, and then going out and getting it. Um, so I wish you continued success at pursuing it is what you want. Sherm's out. The craziest Asian in the whole world. Sherm, I appreciate you, my bro. I appreciate your interaction. I love your station. I always get value from it. You are an amazing guy that I'm happy to have met on this platform. Looking forward to working with you in the new year. Have a gr- You also have a fantastic now. I look forward to speaking to you soon. My love and respect to you and your whole family. Take care. Louis Vizel Outa. Louis Vizel. Louis Vassel. LV. Sherm here, the crazy agent. Thank you so much for that call in, buddy. Want to wish you a happy new year. Welcome to 2018. And I know you're going to do some great things. Just excited after our phone call that we had. Um, over the winter break there, um, the Christmas holiday, whatever you want to call that week off. Um, and we were able to just share your story about get him to the Gary, as in Gary Vaynerchuk. Um, and so I'm really excited about really you taking life by the horns, getting to know all those employees down at Vayner Media in London, getting to know um, the, the various musicians, maybe even other producers out there in England to be able to share, showcase their skill set on your station. So I'm really looking forward to hearing about those people. Um, just how Nick Diaz of Knots reached out to all those awesome Knot um, voiceovers was able to have them on his station. Um, that was really cool to be able to just see um, as he reached out to them that they were open to a conversation. And uh, lo and behold, here he is having conversations with the people that he just super admires. And so I think that's the fun thing about podcasting is that you can really get, you can have an opportunity to interview people and just get to know their story and, and understand kind of what they're going through and what they're thinking and seeing how you guys can connect. So really appreciate you and hope you have yourself a fantastic now. Sherm's out. <laughs>